Hello and welcome to Escape from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Tired of the everyday grind? Ever dream of a life of romantic adventure? Want to get away from it all? We offer you Escape. Escape, designed to free you from the four walls of today for a half hour of high adventure. You are in the inner court of a Balinese temple, pleading for peace with a high priest, while the rest of the natives, taking up their swords, preparing for war against a handful of whites whom you represent. Listen now as Escape brings you Anthony Ellis' exciting story, A Matter of Conscience. Islands were still the Netherlands Indies, and the island of Bali was a part of that group. There are a lot of things they tell you about Bali in posters and brochures, of the maidens with their grace of form, the flowers, of the music, and the exotic dances. All these are charms for the appetite of the civilized Westerners. But there is also the matter of the native character. I know these things because I was the government resident at the time. A number of people still remember what took place. My heavens, how they remember. <laughs> but nobody talks about it anymore. When you consider that it caused a native uprising and cut off the tourist traffic for two months, it is a better thing to forget. <laughs> My heavens. Uh, my house and my office was in Singaraja, which then was a town of some 12,000 in the north of Bali. The matter began one afternoon in November. An English pleasure ship had arrived the day before. I had received a visit from an old and valued friend, skipper of the ship, Captain Logan. As a matter of fact, the captain was drinking tea with me when Mynheer Hochstraten came in. My heavens, he was nervous. Mynheer, and good afternoon, Mynheer. You, you, you've not met Captain Logan. No, uh, you're from the English ship. Yes, how do you do? Mynheer Hochstraten is my assistant. Uh, will you have a, a cup of tea? Uh, please, sit down. Mynheer, may I have a few words with you alone? Uh, of course. Oh, I'll run along. I no, no, perhaps it is better if you do stay, Captain. It will concern you as well. Oh. I just heard that a terrible thing has happened. What? What terrible thing? The temple of Turing has been desecrated. What? A 
party of the English visitors, three of them made their way to the inner court, unseen by the guide, and made a dreadful mockery of one of the sculptures there. And they're from my ship? There's no doubt of it, Captain. Young men, from what I am. Oh, Lord, I might have known those three boys from Lexford College. I might have known them. What exactly did they do, Hochstrasse? You know the statue of Genish in the temple? Yes, yes, yes. They used one of the extremities as a resting place for a hack. Good Lord. It's far worse than the other. Even worse. More. They've run off with two of the young females. My heavens. Temple dancers? Yes. Blast them. Oh, blast them indeed. Captain, those women might well be female priests. Have you notified the police, Hogstraten? I only saw that a moment ago. I thought it best to consult with you first. Good, good. Has, has there been any trouble yet? I don't know. I don't know. Captain, I, I, I want you to see to it that every one of your passengers is aboard ship immediately. Bad as that, eh? It can be. I, I shall have to go to Sring to see the head priest. Oh, this is a nasty thing. I don't mind telling you. <laughs> Balinese are a proud people, and on that day, damage had been done to their pride. My heavens, I had no idea how much damage until I met the high priest. He received me in the inner court after Tempest. My dear Raylan, it has been a long time since your people and mine have spilled blood. Are you speaking of the Dutch government or white men? Both. We are peace-loving. I do not need to tell you that. But today there is anger within us. I cannot say where it may lead. Because of the foolish and thoughtless antics of boys, they will be dealt with. They will, Manier. Is that a threat? They will be dealt with. Have I not always been fair with you, Meta? Always, Manier. Then... Let me attend to the matter. You may do as you wish. You are the government resident. Will you tell me, have you found the young men? By now, they may have been found. And the women? They too will be dealt with. They were not priests. No, but they have brought shame upon us. One is my own daughter, Lerang. Oh, I am sorry. Now you must forgive me, Munir. I have duties to attend. Oh, uh, Madame, you are an educated man. You know the Englishman meant no harm. It was stupidity and ignorance, and I cannot believe they would harm your daughter. Good afternoon, Munir. <laughs> I could not exactly blame the high priest, but to allow sympathy to interfere with my duty was impossible. Before the thing went any further, it had to be stopped. There had not been a native uprising for over 30 years, and I frankly valued my position too much to allow one now. Bali is quite a luscious place to spend one's life, you see. I went to the constable, Manier Kirlin, and discussed the matter with him. I wondered what had happened, Manier Leland. 
It's altogether too quiet for this time of the day. And I don't like the sound of that gong. Do, do you think they would take up arms? Oh, I doubt it. I very much doubt it. Still, we mustn't be positive, must we? I trust that the governor has not heard about this. Oh, my heavens, no. It would mean our job. I, I, I tell you frankly, Quillen, I'm worried. The Balinese seem to have disappeared. There wasn't a soul about when I came down. Uh, the tourists back aboard the ship? I imagine so. Captain Logan was seeing to it. And Madame would not say what has happened to the idiot boys who did this. No, no, but, but you know the old man. More than likely his daughter and the other one ran off with them of their own accord. All the girls love visitors. Unfortunately, this time it is the head priest's daughter. Excuse me. Hello, Constable Sig. What? No. As many men as you can, since they are off. What happened? Yeah, yes, they'll be along straight away. What happened? Very bad. Idiotic. Hello, Cornelius. Kerwin here. I want every available man on the street in two minutes. With guns. You understand? What has happened? No, no, it's the natives. They're running amok. I just got a call from the constable at Bateau. I'll explain to you later. Have you a pistol in there, Raina? No, my, my heavens, no. You better take me. They are attacking? What have they done, Colonel? They're tearing about Bulalang, waving their swords all over the place. Searching for white men. That's as much as I could get over the phone. Oh, yeah, please, Manila, Raina. lazy, delightful island. Those lovely, hospitable people had seemingly gone mad with anger over the antics of three tourist boys from an English school. I, I could not believe it, but there it was. Bali was in the midst of an uprising. We, we drove in a small lorry to Bulelang, and when we got there, there was not a sign of life in the town. I don't mind telling you I was frightened. Nothing like this had ever happened to me. And here I was, walking along the street with a pistol in my hand. Cornelius, have your men patrol the road. If you have any trouble, blow your Yes, sir. Yes. Where is everyone, oh. General? I don't like this way. The town is completely empty. But they would not leave their shops open like that. They would if the temple people ordered them to. They must have run off to the hills. Any whites living here, Dr. North? No. Not in the native quarters. Unless they were visiting for some reason or other. I really think I had better notify the governor. If this thing spreads... I've heard about it at Baton. It's already spreading in here. They have... What? What? You, you, you see somebody? What? Outside of the road. In that shop. I see nobody. I... All right. Come out. You in there. Oh, I say. I say. English. Oh, Johnny, good good chap showing up. I thought you were savages for a moment. These little devils, where did they go? We should like to know that, too. 
Are you from the ship, sir? Yes, I should jolly well say that I am. This is bad form, you know. Awfully bad form. Would you mind telling us what happened? Oh, well, actually, I haven't the foggiest. One moment I was examining some rather quaint idols in the shop over there, and then a, a herd of screaming Balinese roared down the road, gibbering and brandishing perfectly huge swords. I managed to get away and hide. It's not good enough, you know. You Dutch chaps ought to do something about it. Just one moment, please. Is there anyone else with you? Uh, with me? No, no, not at the moment. No, no. I let the other two chaps went back to the boat. You are not by any chance one of the three young men from Lexford College. Oh, marvelous. How on earth did you... Oh. oh it's, of course, the tie. What? Mm-hmm. You started all this. Do you realize that? I, I beg your pardon. I... I think, okay, who are you? I am the Dutch resident here, Raymond, and this is the chief constable, Mynheer Curling. Oh, well, well, how do you do? I'm Reginald Muckridge. You are under arrest, Mynheer Muckridge. Under <laughs> arrest? That's impossible. I'm a British soldier. You and your friends went into the temple of Serene today and behaved in a shocking manner. What has become of the native girls? <laughs> My dear chap, I haven't the foggiest notion. Not the foggiest. Do you understand that the whole island is in a state of revolt because of your stupidity? My dear If sir. your two friends are found by the natives, they will most certainly be killed. Can you understand that? Oh, but actually, it was a little knock. They're coming back. They must have seen us from the hills. Come on, we've got to get back to the lorry. Oh. I, I say, does that's, that's this sort of thing happen here all the time? I mean, actually... Not until you Under arrest. Oh. There's something in the room. 
Perhaps they've come to their senses. Why, say, look. They've got Foggy and Harrison. Blast them. What? Foggy and Harrison, we're doing the tour together. Uh, uh, Foggy, Harrison, it's all right. Foggy's here. Uh, be quiet. Hold your fire. But be careful. It may be a trick. Balinese with the two boys. If 
we could get down there before Maybank knew we were gone. I say, sir. You, sir, be quiet. There might have more men close by. Or we might not be able to reach them in time. Heaven knows I do not want to do it, Quirin, but I, I can't see any other way, can you? No. We'll try it. You better stay in the doorway where they can see you in there. As soon as we've broken through. Cornelius better take Markovich and try to get up to Singarajia. At least we can possibly save one of them. I'll see it through here if you don't mind, sir. I do mind, sir. You will do as you are told. <laughs> I think I even surprised myself. <laughs> I mean, here was I giving orders as though I was a born military leader. It was extraordinary. And I was completely paralyzed with fear when I thought of what Medang would do to us if we failed. My heavens, I, I did not want to die, and most certainly not by Eastern methods. It seemed an age before I heard Curlin say that we were ready to go. For Medang's benefit, I had walked up and down in front of the doorway, keeping up a steady stream of aimless conversation. And now I hoped that my disappearance would not be noticed for the last minute or so of our day. All right, Curlin, stay as close as you can to the buildings. I think you'll find it clear behind the town. Then you can make a circle around. Head for Singaraja. Mr. Markovich, you better have my gun just in case. Good luck. Thank you, sir. I'm sorry. Yes. So am I. Get help as quickly as you can, Cornelius. Yes, sir. Now then, Manea, we must be very quiet. Let me go first. Happily, you meant not a sound. Children caught with their hands in the jam pot. 
and luckily for us, they did not make a sound. Simply dropped their swords and dashed off in the opposite direction to her Medang and his warriors were waiting. I took one last look at the stake, the burning fire, and then with all the torment of cowardice and fear at my heels, I ran. We all ran for the hills behind the town and the safety of Singaraja. But there was still the question of what to do. Maidan had to be dealt with, so did the Englishmen. I talked it over with the governor and the English consul and Captain Rogan, and the communications were made with England, and the foreign secretary and the Dutch home government. It was quite a problem. Then finally, it was Mr. Marcus who did the right thing. As he said, it was a matter of conscience. Well, it was my fault to begin with, I realize that. I mean, besides the donkeys in the temple. Well, then. But you see, she was really a lovely little thing, the last, you know? Yes. And, and since Madame feels that I shall let his daughter's blessed honor, well, I, I suppose it could be put to right, don't you know? I mean, it, it might satisfy him. Say, taste, isn't that what you said? That is what I said. Yes, well, right, then I'll marry her. Conscience by Anthony Ellis, starring Parley Bear. 
cast were Ben Ryan and Harry Bartell, with Jack Crucian, John Daner, Don Diamond, and Terry Kilburn. Editorial supervision is by John Meston, and the special music for Escape is composed and conducted by Leith Stevens. Next week. You are staggering across the blazing Sahara, your body charred by the sun. While somewhere ahead of you, lying in wait for you, is a tribe of natives ready to either make you their king or kill you. So listen next week when Escape brings you Les Crutchfield's exciting story, The Diary of a Madman. Mm-hmm.